0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Israel trades fire with Palestine in deadliest attack for decades National Archives asks former presidents to search for classified documents And Trump lawyer John Eastman faces disciplinary charges It's Friday, January 27. I'm Anthony Davis Israeli forces killed nine Palestinians on Thursday including at least seven militants and a 61 year old woman in the deadliest single incident in the occupied West Bank in two decades, Palestinian officials said Two rockets were fired from Gaza early Friday and Israel responded with airstrikes on the territory further escalating tensions The Israeli military said both Palestinian rockets were intercepted by its Iron Dome missile defense system. It was the first such attack from the militant Hamas-ruled territory since Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu returned to power at the head of a far-right government that has pledged a tough line against Palestinian militancy. The raid in the Jenin refugee camp and the rocket fire increases a risk of a major flare-up in Israeli-Palestinian fighting and casts a shadow over U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's expected trip to the region next week. Raising the stakes, the Palestinian Authority said it would halt the ties that its security forces maintain with Israel in a shared effort to contain Islamic militants. Previous threats have been short-lived, in part because of the benefits the Authority enjoys from the relationship and also due to US and Israeli pressure to maintain it. Hamas, the Islamic militant group that controls Gaza, had earlier threatened revenge for the raid. Violent escalations in the West Bank have previously triggered retaliatory rocket fire from the Gaza Strip, which in turn has brought Israeli airstrikes down on the isolated and impoverished territory. The Palestinians planned to file complaints with the UN Security Council, International Criminal Court and other international bodies. The National Archives has asked former U.S. presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had such documents in their possession. The Archives sent a letter on Thursday to representatives of former presidents and vice presidents, extending back to Ronald Reagan, to ensure compliance with the Presidential Records Act. The act states that records created or received by the president are the property of the U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of an administration. The archives sent the letter to representatives of former Presidents Trump, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George H. W. Bush and Ronald Reagan, and former Vice Presidents Pence, Biden, Dick Cheney, Al Gore and Dan Quayle. Responsibility to comply with the Presidential Records Act does not diminish after the end of an administration, the archives wrote in the letter. Freddie Ford, Chief of Staff to former President George W. Bush, suggested in his response to the archives that Bush's office did not believe a search was necessary, saying, Thank you for your note. We understand its purpose and remain confident that no such materials are in our possession. Handling of classified documents has been a problem off and on for decades, from presidents to cabinet members and staff across multiple administrations, stretching as far back as Jimmy Carter. But the issue has taken on greater significance since disgraced former President Donald Trump willfully retained classified material at his Florida estate, prompting the unprecedented FBI seizure of thousands of pages of records last year. Conservative attorney John Eastman, a lead architect of some of former President Donald Trump's efforts to remain in power after the 2020 election, was slapped Thursday with a series of disciplinary charges in California that could lead to his disbarment. The State Bar of California's Chief Trial Counsel, George Cardona, said in a statement that the 11 charges stem from allegations that Eastman assisted Trump with a strategy, not supported by facts, to overturn the legitimate results of the 2020 election by obstructing the count of electoral votes of certain states. Eastman, the former dean of Chapman University Law School in Southern California, was one of Trump's lawyers during the election. He wrote a memo that argued former Vice President Mike Pence could keep Trump in power by overturning the results of the election during a joint session of Congress convened to count electoral votes. Critics have likened that to instructions for staging a coup. The state bar said Eastman faces charges that he violated the Business and Professions Code by making false and misleading statements that constitute acts of moral turpitude, dishonesty and corruption. In advising Trump, Eastman's assessments were the product of comprehensive research of the law and historical records, including the 12th Amendment and Electoral Count Act, supported by reasonable interpretation of legal and historical precedent, scholarly analysis and legislative history. In his statement, Cardona said the charges allege that Eastman violated this duty in furtherance of an attempt to usurp the will of the American people and overturn election results for the highest office in the land, an egregious and unprecedented attack on our democracy.